And we're back. It is the Saturday edition of De Beer Bros, and we are having a belated 312 day. A happy 312 day to all of you, and a three, happy 312 day to my co host and our guest today. With me, of course, is my illustrious co-host. I don't have a funny anecdote this time around. What did I win it this? Is, this week? I don't. I, I, I don't. I didn't have time. Oh, okay. It was, it was, it was a busy. It was a busy few days. Um, Rob of the week. It's yeah. You won Rob of the week yeah. at nice. the local at the local Rob chapter in Wheaton. Uh, it is Mr. Rob Young. Rob, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. good. He's uh, he's in the middle of he he took a break from moving in. Fully moved in. Fully moved in. Exhausted, uh, but I feel like I feel like you're moved in pretty much when you have the bed and the TV. Mm. You're pretty much moved in. That's, That's all, all you need. need. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you only just need a TV. Yeah, and toilet a, paper and a, and a couch. And toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yes. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> also with us is our first ever reoccurring guest and noted Chicago historian. It is Tim Ortman. Tim, how are you? I am quite Do- well. Dr. Tim Orton. <clears throat> yes, Dr. Tim Orton. Dr. Tim. Yes, thank you. Um, you don't have to call me doctor. Um, nobody does. Uh, <laughs> but I'm doing quite well. I'm very excited to be back for round two. Yes. And I hope I can bring some uh, bring some interesting facts to the table today. We we are hoping so too, we or otherwise to we will not bring it back. So, pressure's <laughs> oh, <shit>. on. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Jenny won't let me come home unless I get back on for a third episode. <laughs> I mean, if you get a wig, you could be a part of the Seltzer Sisters. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, <laughs> get a fresh shave that day too. Uh, <laughs> so it is a belated three one two day. Uh, we have a new three one two release to try out, along with a few other Goose Island beers. Figured it was a good day to do Goose Island. Um, but before we get to all of that, Rob, you want to tell people where they can reach us on social media. Download the app untapped if you haven't already. Dub Beer Bros is the username. Email dubbeerbros at gmail.com. Listen to the past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. Twitter at dubbeerbros1. Instagram, dubbeerbrospod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't already. And, of course, the YouTube uh, past quarantine episodes. They're on YouTube. You betcha. And I was noting it before the show, We it maybe could be another quarantine show because Rob and I are tempting fate. The last 312 show we did was literally like two days before everything <laughs> shut down. So, uh, lots changed, but we're here. Maybe maybe we'll reset history, like we can course correct it. Yeah, you know, it's time's a flat circle. It just needed to come back to the beginning. Exactly. And hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll do things a little different this time. Yeah. <laughs> we're like snapping our fingers with the Infinity <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're in the end game now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So like I said, we are doing Goose Island today. We have Natural Villain, a garage-style lager, uh, an IPA, which, can you guess what that is? It's an IPA. Uh, we have <laughs> Next, get out of town, really? Next Coast no. IPA, which is actually a stout, and we have <laughs> 312 Lemonade Shandy, uh, brand new release from Goose Island. Very excited to try it. Tim... Almost gave us our, his review last week, but we will get to it. You're, you're going to have week. to wait till the end of the episode to find out. Yes, yeah. I, that is what we call in the industry a hook. That's yeah. been a hook for a few weeks. It's kind of like a cliffhanger. Oh, a little bit. My God. Uh, before we jump into the beers, let's get a little quick background on Goose Island. I don't think we've done this yet on the show. So, uh, no. This is all found on Goose Island's website, 
as well as on Wikipedia, you know, the ultimate ways to look up things. But we tracked the sources from there. You know, we looked at the bottom. Yeah. Sort of. I, Someone did. There's sources yeah. on the bottom in Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah. That's the, you don't know that old school trick? They say, oh, you can't use Wikipedia as a source. You just use Wikipedia sources. Yeah. Oh, I just used to put Wikipedia in there and hope they didn't find out. <laughs> well, there, you also almost didn't pass math, remember? <laughs> well, yeah, that was for a lack of trying. Though. That wasn't for a lack of knowledge. When, also, I, when I studied... That's fair. I also don't think you need to have sources in math, but... <laughs> that, that too. Well, they, true. they do so show your answer. Yeah. Oh, all right. The, that'll be our we're that'll getting, be our the school, the, the school bros uh, <laughs> podcast. So Goose Island, uh, it was founded by John Hall, who while touring in Europe, he was enjoying many different beers. And, you know, we've we've talked about on the show back back in the day, there really wasn't that much beer choices. It was Miller Lite, Bud Light, Budweiser, kind of your normal American beers. John Hall said America deserves a craft level beer. Uh, so he came. He come back. He came back to his hometown, Chicago, started his own craft brewery, uh, which would grow into Goose Island. Uh, it was the best place to. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. With it being Chicago, he chose Chicago. That's that's where my notes were. Uh, he chose because it is kind of the evolving consumer taste hub. Like a lot of different tastes were coming in in the Midwest, and it was also. The largest, Chicago has the largest system of fresh water. Tim, can you fact check that? Uh, as for largest, yes. I don't know how, if it really is the largest, but you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say it is because <laughs> we, that's how we do things in Chicago. Damn right. Uh, but I can tell you that Chicago's fresh water source, which if, of course is Lake Michigan, used to be a lot worse than it is now. Um, back when mm. the river flowed into the lake and people used river as just like hey you know what let's throw our shit in there let's throw our dead <laughs> animals in there because you know what the current just takes it away we don't ever have to see that again but you know what was happening it was getting out into the lake and then it was getting into our water intake cribs and everybody was getting sick and um that's how uh cholera and all that beautiful stuff started to come into our yeah, lives love that yeah. stuff yeah. yeah yeah but you know actually in like 1891 they um for the World's Fair, actually, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers reversed the flow of the Chicago River uh, by digging trenches, which allowed the water to flow out of the lake into the river and made the river, Chicago River flow backwards into the Des Plaines River, which ultimately connects to the Mississippi and takes everything down south away from us. You know, we don't have to worry about it it's anymore. It's the south's problem now. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you've been reading a little history I, I, on I, Chicago. I may have... I may be concurrently reading Devil in the White City right now, which is one of my favorite books. I highly recommend it. Eric Larson. It's about the history of the 1893 World's Fair and the dark serial killer, H.H. H. Holmes, that operated during the fair. That's my plug. Should have saved it till the end. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> we got a book plug. It, 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 was, it, was too good of a, it was too good of an opportunity to pass on. Uh, so anyway, with the freshwater, the large freshwater supply, with the consumer... Uh, 1988, Hall officially began brewing and opened up a brew pub in Lincoln Park, the name Goose Island coming from a nearby island in the city. Uh, in 1995, they would also, uh, they would open up their larger brewery and bottling plant, which is their Fulton location now. Uh, pretty awesome area. They do a lot. You know, they do when it's COVID safe. Um, block parties, 
whole lot of events, and it's fun. You can get a tattoo there. Someone at the stable may have gotten that. <laughs> um, their very first flagship beer. Oh, sorry, Rob. This is your note. I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, I just I, got in the mode. So kind of Honker's <laughs> Ale was like really their big, like their first big beer, and it was an inspiration from like Hall's trip to Europe. Uh, it was an English bitter ale, which was, uh, like I said, inspired from touring Europe, which I kind of find interesting. It seems like a lot of these breweries that we do research on, it's always, you know, someone started off with like a trip to Europe or like a, like for Allagash, uh, the founders uh, went uh, to Belgium mm -hmm. and had an apprenticeship there. Um, so it, just kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, this is, I mean, this is how the craft beer industry started. Yeah. Pioneers. <laughs> um, a big way of how Hall kind of because Goose Island is kind of like that first like big craft brewery that really kind of started bringing the trend to a lot of places. A big way he would do that would he would invite his consumers to watch the brewing process. You know, we all talk about how tour, how many tours we've gone on and stuff like that. Goose Island's kind of the pioneer in that regard. You know, they they'd send them back, come see how it works behind the scenes kind of garnered a wider interest in brewing, in craft brewing. Probably helped a lot of others who were thinking about doing it say, hey, I can do this. And get some free beer. Yeah. Who doesn't love free beer? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's half the reason I do them. Um, and then in 2011, Goose Island was bought by Anheuser-Busch, allowing Goose Island to begin distributing nationwide, uh, just becoming a much larger presence in the beer industry uh, than just the United States, which is pretty cool. Uh, I know Tim and I, we were in London a few years ago, and 312 was on tap. Yeah, cool. yeah, I distinctly remember ordering a 312 at a bar in London, being like, this is so cool. <laughs> I should, You know, the only problem being, I'm in London, like, I should try some European beers. Right. I see 312, what do I'm I do? Like, yeah, give me, get a, let me get a 312. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a place where I can't trust the food, I know I can trust that beer, so... Um, some additional fun facts here. In addition to the Fulton Street location, Goose Island also has a Clybourne facility. Uh, that one actually serves food, serves uh, brunch, kind of like a nice kind of trendy spot. Uh, there was also a Wrigleyville location, but unfortunately that was closed in 2015 due to Wrigleyville renovations. Uh, just another thing that Tom Ricketts has ruined in Wrigleyville. Um, <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Thanks to the championship. The Wrigleyville location was pretty cool, too. I, that was something we Unfortunately, never got to go to. Yeah. yeah. It closed right before I turned 21, so. I, I only got to go one time in between. I believe it's Deuces but, now, right? That's that's where you uh, it's it? it was, like, next door to Deuces, that's I want right, to say. Yeah. Yeah. It was in that um, kind of by Irish Oak area. Yeah. Um, and then another kind of just interesting distribution fact here. Goose Island's packaging line alone... Bottles 500 cases an hour and makes 50 kegs in an hour. Damn. That's pretty damn impressive. Got to keep up with demand, I guess. Like, yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, and then in 1992, I know you guys are big fans of these, uh, Goose Island began their barrel-aged uh, kind of pro, not program, I suppose, but their product, their you know Bourbon County, stuff like that. Uh, do you guys have any notes on that? Just that I can't wait for that show, and I can't wait to see you try the, the Bourbon County show. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I'm a big fan of Bourbon County. I've got several variants aging in my basement right now. Um, Very nice. So if you guys need some 
rare ones, you know where to go okay. for your show. Well, Got some prop. We'll, we'll probably have to have you on again. So. If I if I do well in the rest of this episode, right? Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we got you know we got to dangle the carrot in front of you. It's fair. <laughs> I mean, Rob and I fuck up on the show many times, so we're still here. So somehow, somehow. Um, any any other notes here on Goose Island or just Chicago beer or Chicago history before we jump in? Uh, I I just you know it's Goose Island has been around forever and they really are that that pioneer in the Chicago mm. craft beer scene. So many head brewers at Chicago breweries or breweries nationwide for that matter got their start working at some in some capacity at Goose Island. That's true. Revolution. Yeah, uh, the guy who started with, yep. yep. I, I think Island. John Laffer from from oh, Off um, Color yes. worked for Goose Island for a little yeah, bit. Maybe, right? Not that I know him. It's, but. Like the, <laughs> it's like the Andy Reid coaching tree of the craft brewing industry. Just yeah, six win, degrees of Goose Island. Winner after winner coming out from Goose Island. It's also kind of like the like the gateway brewery for us. It like is in the craft beer industry. Like this was like the first brewery I remember falling in love with. Well, yeah, and I think the big reason is because Goose Island they you know they don't do like a lot of experimental stuff like an off color or revolution or you know. Any of these other places, like, you know, they sometimes they push the boundary that don't have their, quote-unquote, like, staples. Goose Island has their staple, and they know what sells. Yeah, right. And they'll come out with a, something different every so often, but they know what sells. They don't mess with the product. Yeah. And they do, they still do innovate and mm-hmm. put out fresh beers, but they do it in a, I like to say they, 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 they do a very good job of testing with yes. small-scale batches to start. Yeah, and then right. they choose a test market where they might release something in cans, and if it does well, they'll move it to their nationwide distribution. Right. Um, so whereas they still do those experimental beers, you don't see them on a larger scale. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, but let's get into it. Like I said, we have Natural Villain, IPA, Next Coast IPA, and Lemonade Shandy. Let's get into Natural villain. Rob, you want to read the description? Natty villain. Uh, the dudes from the Chicago band Twin Peaks came to the brewery to create an ideal beer for Pitchfork Music Festival with uh, with brewmaster Jared. They brewed the perfect beer to drink in your garage, your front porch, and any music festival. Whether you're in a garage or not, the lightly bready qualities of this golden lager are balanced by a mild hop character that is simply refreshing. Tim, do you know the differences between a garage-style ale and other types of ales? Or I believe that a in question this for our CRA. I, I yes, I would have to. You would have to refer to our, our chief research analyst uh, that who's related to me by blood. But um, uh, I believe in this instance, garage is just an adjective to say, "Hey, this is like, like a easy drink, easy like drink." Yeah, you know, something yeah. that you could just if you're hanging out on a spring day, working on a car or doing the lawn, like you got your garage door open, you crack open a garage, uh, a natural villain, garage style lager. Okay, that is something I have now, and probably I have to try. Yeah. yeah. Only one way to find out, right? Yeah, Rob? right. <laughs> well, before we get to that, let's take a look at the can here, real quick. So, Goose Island did a big rebrand on all of their packaging. Yeah. Uh, they used to kind of do like little different designs, but now it's very baseline, very clean, very clean, very slick. And I, I'm going to be honest, this might be a hot take. I prefer the cans they have now. 
Really? I like the feel. I like the look. Oh, man. Like, I, I like the texture that they have on these cans. It does have the a texture. nice texture. It, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm with not that. crazy about that no. one. All right. No. And it, like, it's just like, it just looks like complete. Like, you it's put clean them, cut. You put them all together. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's clean cut. I think that's a perfect word. Uh, natural villain being gold. Like, gold, yeah, maybe not like full on gold, maybe a goldish bronze. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a really sleek, sleek slick looking can yeah it doesn't uh it doesn't distract by trying to be overly boisterous or anything like that it's just hey let the beer do the talking the only thing i miss and well it's more so on the bottles you don't see it on the cans well i think no the old 312 added on the cans i do miss the chicago skyline in the background that's the only thing i miss but you could draw it on there i could (laughs) there we go I could draw the Sears Tower, or Willis Tower. It's the Sears Tower. What's it called again? No, it's we'll the Sears Tower. We'll stick it's with Sears the Sears Tower. Tower. <laughs> All right. A real Chicagoan knows. Yes. It's Sears. Uh, let's take a look at the beer itself. Smell-wise, getting a kind of, you know, just easy drinking lager, ale kind of smell. Yep. Kind yeah, of like a... A little weedy smell, too. Weedy, kind say. of like a Miller Lite kind of smell, I feel like. I, I Yeah, I can pick up on that. It's it's just very um, crisp. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think that's the perfect word. Uh just looking at it, I mean, again, very similar to most ales, lagers, uh, you know, very bright, golden, see-through, little bubbles coming up here and there. Yeah, just yeah. like an inkling of head. Yeah. Not not in the middle, just like around the edges. Yeah. Uh, yeah, decent amount of carbonation. Yeah. It should be noted, 4.7% ABV, so very crushable. But, gentlemen, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Delicious. Yum. That is a crushable yes, beer. Yes, very. Yeah, this is, get like, get a six or 12 pack. Of, I don't I don't know how they sell Natural Villain. Uh, but, you know, get a 12 pack of this. It's kind of like the, uh, like equivalent to Cross of Gold for mm-hmm. Revolution. Like it's that. Yeah. Not, not too crazy. It's just very, no, no frills about it. Garage style lager. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very bready, but very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Leaves yeah. that dry, dry finish. I'm gonna leave you that. Leaves yeah. you coming back for more. Yeah, this is uh, very delicious beer. Pretty good for a ball game. I feel like. I oh feel yeah. Like, I feel like this would be a uh, kind of on par with their normal three one two. Is just a very light, easy drinking beer in the in the heat or in the stands. Um. Right, yeah. like maybe you're not looking for that kind of lemon wheat type of beer. You kind of just want something, something crushable, something like, uh, but still with some taste in it. Yeah, yeah, I can see, I can see like sitting in like, so get my seven dollar ticket to uh, to the White Sox game. <laughs> Might be a little a, more expensive. It'll now. be a little bit more expensive yeah. now, but you know, getting a, getting a cheap ticket, saying, "Oh, I'm going down to the Craft Cave." Making my way downstairs, and then just ending up in the outfield, sitting by that Goose Island section in the sun. Section one hundred eight. Section one hundred eight, <laughs> crushing those natural villains. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Um, food pairing wise, let's go with Rob first. I'll put you on the spot first. What are you pairing this with? I'm actually kind of feeling like pizza with this. Okay. Um, I kind of like a tavern-style pizza, Chicago-style, you know, tavern. Uh, What's your go-to because... Chicago-style tavern? God, that is a tough one. Um, 
I mean, I look like that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Home run in has always been one of my all time favorites. I mean, I'm not. That's not like old time like Chicago, but um, there's sorry. Yeah, there's a lot. Home run in, Tim. What's your go to Chicago Chicago style tavern pizza? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's actually a newer one for me that I, it's, uh, I live in Forest Park now, um, but there's a place called Bertoli's River Pizza in River Forest, and it has some thin crust pizza that is cracker thin, it is cut into tiny squares, and it is just, it is amazing. You, you can, you know, the thing I love so much about the tavern style pizzas is, you know, you want just a little couple little squares you take yeah. them you know you just you pop d- them in your mouth exactly you it's one bite and done you right know? right and i feel like i can get a nice bertoli's pizza sit down on my island uh, kitchen island not like my own island but <laughs> on your goose island yeah. <laughs> oh with my natural villain. uh dags is my go-to Chicago. that's you know right in wrigleyville that's the that's the main one i go to dags is good that, as well that would, i love their sauce that's We'll have a Chicago-style thin crust pizza batch up. We'll have a whole bunch of people for that one. Um, Tim, if you're pairing this with something, are you, what are you going with? I'm going to stick with my my ball game um, focus mm-hmm. and say if I'm sitting in the sun, I'm, I mean, it's, it's an answer every week, but I'm going to go with some sort of, like, char dog. Yeah. Char dog. Yeah. With the grilled onions? Uh, yeah, what? I I Long? like I like both grilled and raw onions. We, okay. we, yes. Rob and I like it both, but there is a dis- we we've come to an agreement on yeah, it, at have. the very least. It's raw onions on a hot dog, grilled, grilled on, on the brat. Yes. yes. Or yeah. the Polish. Or the Polish. Or the Polish. Yeah. Yes. yes. Alright, yeah, yeah. Rob and I came to that agreement a few years ago, so we can't argue about it anymore. Fair. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna go similar, like, you know, a hot dog pizza, like this is a perfect kind of you have it with your kind of staple meal. Yeah. I'm gonna go with a nice kind of gourmet burger. Maybe get that Angus beef. Like I'm you can't just, go wrong. No, you really can't. Uh, you know, you just kind of put some you know mayo on. You, know, you get you get your normal toppings on there. I feel like it'd be a really good, uh, really good mix. Can throw I throw some, in? Oh, go ahead. I was just say I was gonna bust your chops. Throw <laughs> some grilled onions on there. <laughs> yeah, I mean grilled grilled onions on a burger's fine. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna throw out one more situation. I don't know why this popped in my head, but I feel like this is a good like bowling beer. Oh, like okay. if you're going to a bowling alley, yeah, like a, yeah. can like you get a round of beer? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like you're yeah. at a bowling alley, like you're drinking light beer for the most part. Anyway. Yeah. Mostly because that's all they have. Yeah. <laughs> but at least this is still light and crushable with flavor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, so I like that. Yeah. And, you know, I think I think something with like a lower ABV is good when it's sitting out. Because like, you know, bowling, you're you're not sitting there just constantly drinking. You know, you're, you're talking to uh, people, you're getting up, you know. So, strategizing you right know? so you know <laughs> right. it's, if it gets a little warmer it's still gonna taste all right yeah. yes um all right yeah i like that uh time of year wise i think kind of we're all thinking summer kind yeah, of yeah pretty yeah. much yeah. yeah i mean it's i think with all these uh, maybe not london shandy but uh like you could kind of drink these year round they're they're, they're acceptable but crushability wise summer is going to be your ideal time yes absolutely uh tim what would you score this out of five? five I'm going to go with a 3.84. 3.84. Yeah. Rob, what are you scoring this at? 
I am going a little lower. I am going at a 3.71. Yeah, uh, you know, it's the crushability factor. You just really have to factor that in. I think that really boosts it up. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to break into the fours just yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one up on Tim. I'm going to go 3.85. Prices right rules. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this means I get it. Uh, right. <laughs> you get to finish it. <laughs> uh, any last notes here on natural villain before we move on? I think that's it for me. Nah, I think we're ready to roll. Keep rolling. All right, let's go to Goose Island IPA. Rob, if you want to go ahead and pour for us. Yep. Well, Rob, sure oh, Rob, sorry. I'll just let you guys know that Chicago was founded, of course, by. Uh, by Jean-Baptiste de Pointe de Sable. I think that name's wrong, but... <laughs> uh, it was founded in the early 1800s. Um, of course, the the name comes from the native Indian language, Shikagwa, uh, which of, means is loosely translated into smelly onion or smelly garlic, as it was known for uh, the wild onion and garlic that was growing all over the area. Wow. Wild onion, of course, being one of the Chicago area breweries. Yeah. Appropriately named. Well, shit. Interesting. I thought Chicago sounded by Tony Chicago, and that that was just which would totally make that sense. makes sense too. Yeah. Right? This is just also completely. back to the schooling. Why you didn't pass history? <laughs> I was actually very good at history. My history teachers loved me. Was he Tony Chicago? Yeah, <laughs> Tony Chicago. He he always taught in the back of an alley behind school. Um, after hours. With a New York accent. With no clothes. Um, <laughs> Goose IPA, Goose Island's flagship IPA, is a six-time medal winner at great, at the Great American Beer Festival. We've taken the traditional English style and created our own fuller-flavored IPA with bright citrus aromas and bold hop finish. With hoppy, bold, and smooth flavor, Goose IPA is the perfect beer for hopheads and discovery drinkers alike. Tim, Rob and I have both kind of come to an agreement that we're not, I mean, we enjoy Goose IPA, but it is not the best IPA. Ever. Right. Are I, you, are I, the same ilk? Yes, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, it's a good beer, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've ever bought a standalone four pack of a Goose IPA or yeah. a six pack. Or I usually, if it's in a variety pack, those are some of the last ones that are left because it's, it's, it's good. It's just it's nothing. Not bad. It's just, it's, yeah, go, yeah. it's going back to the Starburst analogy. It's, you know, you pull it out of yellow. It's like, all right, like, <laughs> like I like yellow, but I was kind of hoping for a, for a next coast IPA or even just a nice simple three, one, two. Yeah. But I'll drink this. Yeah. I'm not going to let it go to waste. I'm not going right. to throw it away like an orange. It's still a beer. Um, <laughs> what do you have against oranges? <laughs> have you had an orange Starburst? Actually, I have almost had exclusively had orange Starburst recently because the universe is mad at me or something. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding, guys. I opened up like, three, you know, I bought a pack of Easter Starburst yeah. and like three in a row were double oranges. Oh, sounds like the best day ever. Yeah, Rob, oh we're going to have a Starburst <laughs> show. We're going we're gonna to put this to bed. Um, <laughs> let's take a look. Quick look at the can just because, you know, we don't need to go full on. I really like the green color of it. I think it's a really nice kind of... Again, it's slick. It's shiny. Yeah. It's kind of like a matte type of... Yeah, I, that's probably the best yeah. term. Yeah, matte finish. Like um, a matted uh, Kelly green, like, yeah. like a shamrock green. Yeah, right. Like, uh, yeah. like old school Eagles jerseys kind of... Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's take a look at the beer. Um, you kind of get a little cloudiness in there. You do. It kind of looks like, like a... 
almost like a like a citra hopped a pale ale. I mean, I know there is citra in it, but yeah, it's um, it's definitely danker than the than the 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 lager. Mm. Um, smell wise, you know, you get your kind of typical. This is about as typical of an IPA smell as you're gonna get. You get that kind of hop, yeah. very hop heavy, hop smell. forward. Yes, I mean, I do get a little citrusness, but it's mostly like heavy hop forward. Uh, you know, type of IPA smell. Right. Yeah. Uh, piney. Yeah, piney. Yeah, piney. Yeah, piney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piney is a good word. Uh, bit on the easier side of drinking this. Six point or five point nine percent ABV, so nice and easy drinking. But there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Perfectly fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. just kind of got that that very hop bitter aftertaste. I um, kind of I heard something on uh, our good friends Beer in Front. Dave on Beer in Front, mm-hmm. who yeah. uh, follows our podcast as well, uh, describing uh, it as like an old school IPA type of taste. And that's kind of what I think about when I have this beer. It's a very old school, hop forward, very strong tasting IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, despite it's like kind of lower ABV, it does, it does have that very strong hop taste. Doesn't doesn't quite have that balance of some other ones that... Uh, you know, I you know, I kind of like compare it with anti hero. You know, anti hero I think has a little bit more pop than pizzazz yeah. to it. A little, it's know, a it's, little higher ABV too. Yeah. yeah, so you know, it's a little easier to take in than than this one. But uh, you know, like we said, it's just it's a, it's a perfectly fine beer, but it's not going to be. It, it, it'll be like your fourth or fifth option. Like yeah. if, right. You know, but you know, line. all that like talk, and I. Actually, I think I'm going to end up rating this higher. Like, uh, I don't think I think it's been so long since I sat down and actually tasted like the Goose IPA that I I'm pleasantly was surprised with how how good it is. Like, did you spill a little bit? <laughs> Not made of paper towels here, Rob. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it, it 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 has been a while for me too having an IPA. So yeah. It's not a bad experience by any means. It's, no. it's a perfectly fine beer. It's just comparatively to others. But yeah, I mean, Tim put it best. You know, you pick up a variety pack. It's going to be that last beer in the pack that that you drink. In this perspective, one SPF will be it, but yeah. <laughs> um, it's not the best. Yes. Uh, food pairing-wise, Tim, we'll go to you first. What are you going to pair this with? I, I think that this would go... Um, this would go pretty well with like some hot chicken tenders, like Nashville hot chicken. Okay, I like uh, that. It, I can see it giving that nice kind of cooling it, effect. A yeah, it bit. would kind of. Yeah. I, I think I feel like the the Goose IPA does kind of give you that nice coating in your mm-hmm. mouth that would protect you a little bit from the heat, and um, I think it would actually like make it a little bit easier to drink um, with you know if you have some spice in your mouth. I like that. I'm. I was kind of going to go around the same lines. I was going to pick barbecue. I was thinking probably some ribs. I don't want to like probably go something like too bread heavy just because it is kind of a heavy tasting beer. So maybe you go just meats with uh, a nice uh, hot barbecue or a sweet barbecue sauce. And yeah, shout out. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. It's kind of a two. It's a, it's a twofer here. 
I'm going to go bratwurst. I'm not only going to enjoy this with a brat, but I'm going to put this in. I'm going to beer batter it with a goose IPA. Oh, just double, just double the okay. party. You're, boi- you're boiling the brat in the goose IPA. Yes. Sorry, that's that's yeah. that's a thought. Because yeah. you know, I, I feel like with IPAs, we we do like to tend to like go Get a little, little lighter, right but. <laughs> <laughs> Got million dollar million dollar ideas on here, um, yeah. I, I think it's just kind of a perfect mix of of it all. When I think IPAs, I do like to kind of think bratwurst a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, especially Chicago IPAs. Nice. Time of year wise, what would you guys go with, Tim? Let's go with you. Uh, I'm gonna go more of like a fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this this Goose IPA, I, I could, probably couldn't do more than like one or two of them. That would be, and I wouldn't be able to drink it out of a can. This is a beer that I think you need to have in a glass to really get enough of like the, the, the aroma mm-hmm. that's coming up. Yeah. Um, and that being said, it's more of like a, like a fall. It's, you got the windows open. It's like 60 degrees. It's. A nice cool evening. You got a breeze flowing in. Say I'm gonna have like I'm gonna have one or two beers tonight. You crack that open. You pour it in your glass and you drink it over the course of like an hour. It's a little slow. It's a slower sipper. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you have the hot chicken and you can drink it faster. <laughs> yeah, right. It's most likely you needed to. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rob, are you going similar sentiment or? Uh, I'm actually going springtime. I am thinking spring just because there is that slight citrusness and it kind of makes me think of warmer times, you know, when you're in like, uh, like around now, you know, I mean, the past few days have been like 50 degrees and, you know, kind of giving us hope for warmer months ahead. I I could see you definitely drinking this beer, you know, on a March night around a campfire, you know, it's still a little, um, a little heavy going down, but it's still got that like slight bit of citrus taste that'll make you think of warmer months. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go, I, I guess I'm gonna just going to double dip here with you guys. I'm going to go, because I'm kind of picturing, because when I, usually when I drink IPA, I'm at Wrigley, but I usually like to only drink that IPA early, early in the season there, you know, in that April month yeah. or during, you know, like during the, the pro season run. You know, where it's a little cool out. Yeah, a little yeah. cool out. You know, you don't want to be drinking this in the dog days. No, it's not going to be as July. Enjoyable. God no. no. Um, it it you know it it does have a little bit of a heavier feel to it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go, you know, April or late September, early October. It's good because they give you that that glass too. Yes, the plastic cup. I feel like that would that you can drink that out of a plastic cup. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Right. I absolutely agree. Uh. Score wise, Rob, let's go to you first. What are you going to be scoring IPA? Uh, I mean, like we were saying, it's not bad. I, I don't, I don't think it should be dinged as a bad beer or anything. But I'm going to go lower. This is going to be a three point four six for me. Six, Tim, for you. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to. I was very pleasantly surprised with this beer. I've had it several times in my life, but I, it's been so long that yeah. I forgot how good of a beer it was. I was. Taken aback by it, and I'm going to go a little bit higher than my my uh, natural villain, and I'm going to give it a 3.97. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, similar sentiment across the board. You know, it's very delicious. It's just not going to be my first choice. I'm going to give it a 3.68. Very enjoyable. Um, yeah, just a good beer. Solid beer. Uh before we get to Next Coast IPA, Tim, do you have another off-the-cuff Chicago history fact? Uh, yeah. Um, 
the Chicago, uh, well, let's talk about the Chicago flag. Uh, iconic flag. I probably am a little biased. I think it is the best flag oh, in it existence. Is, it, is, yes. it is the coolest flag. Um, it just, it, it's, it's perfect in every sense of the word. It's not too busy. It, it is. It has wonderful eye popping colors in there. Uh, you got the, t- the the streaks of beautiful blue that represent the lake and the river. You've got um, the 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 six pointed stars, and the stars have meanings. You know, there's four stars on the flag. The first one representing Fort Dearborn. The second representing the 1893 World's Fair that that brought Chicago to prominence again. Um, the third being the I want to say the 1933 Century of uh, progress exposition which wasn't as good as the 1893 one yeah yeah um and then i want to say the last star was for like the 1968 democratic convention but i could be wrong <laughs> that one had some historical significance but for different reasons yeah. <laughs> that's a good point uh rob do you want to give us the description here on next coast ipa absolutely so it's seven percent but totally crushable it's not quite like any other IPA you've had. Big, bracing, piney hop flavors meet a tropical bouquet of nugget, citra, and mosaic hops. There's a balanced bitterness that blends seamlessly into the light to medium body. Sip it or rip it. We're not your mom. Sip it or rip it, baby. I do need to correct myself. I, I, I forgot... <laughs> They were, there were talks of adding a fifth star for the Democratic National Convention, and then again for the 2016 Olympics that never came to fruition. But that fourth star, the second star, represents the Chicago Fire. Okay. Um, I figure that. I put that. I put that out of my mind because it was a dark moment in our history. <laughs> <Right>. But <laughs> I feel like four is enough, though. Like, I, like I feel like yeah. five would be too crowded. No, no, yeah, four is perfect. And if, I would have to add another one to my tattoo if, I, if they added a fifth star. <laughs> um, yes. Can-wise, it's a silver can. I kind of like the coloring of the letters. You got the the logo. logo, yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah, not logo, the font. Logo. Yeah, it reminds you of, uh, like, the gradient in of color change kind of reminds you of a West Co- a sunset that you find on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. right. Or on the next coast. Whichever coast you're going to be on. Okay. South coast. North coast. You don't want the north coast. Middle coast. No. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, middle coast. <laughs> 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 uh, like Rob noted, seven percent ABV. Uh, kind of, uh, kind of similar color look. Uh, maybe a little bit brighter than natural villain. I didn't realize how light this one was. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, it just in look. I mean, I mean, Tim, I can see you right through the glass. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you look good. <laughs> is this what they call guys? Beer? Oh. Is this what they call beer goggles? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So stop it, you. <laughs> Smell-wise... Uh, You're my get... brother-in-law, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Only by law. Not by law. Um, <laughs> smell-wise, I, I, like, you kind of get like a bit of a dry smell a little bit. Very too. dry. Um, yeah. But certainly pleasant. Yeah, nothing, nothing's popping off. Like, no, um, it's... But yeah, it's kind of like a dry, like kind of cloudy type of smell, I want to say. Like, like it's I, muted? I yeah, I don't really yeah. know how to put it. Like, a, struggling with the words. I don't know if you can smell clouds. Well, like kind of, <laughs> I guess like a... There's not really a good word for it. I wanted to say fogginess, and that still doesn't make sense. Well, that's why there's only one true way to find out the, the true way. Cheers. Cheers.
Mm. Mm. Young. Mm. That is a phenomenal beer. Yeah, this is... Oh, that's a phenomenal beer. First round top ten pick in the NFL draft. Like, yeah. you know, like it tastes like, like fresh hoppiness, but with just such a clean, dry finish to it. Mm-hmm. That just yeah. makes it so delicious. Yeah. Yeah, and... It's got that, you know, despite that like, kind of dry smell, a little bit of a dry finish, but like when it really hits your tongue first, like it's very wet. Yeah. Yeah. Got that little, that, that, that burst of like hop flavor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's delicious. It's, when I see this on tap anywhere, it's like, all right, like this, if there's not something that like really popped up my attention that's new. I'm going to go with Old Faithful here. This is where I think I miss, like, shortstop just because they had this on tap there, and I would ask for it in, in a mason jar, mm-hmm. and I don't care. I'll finish it. That's, that's a dangerous <laughs> proposition. <laughs> a mason jar, yeah. but yeah, I'm going for it. I mean, mason you know, jar, for, next for, coast for four bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't beat it. It's worth, it's worth less than its ABV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't discount that. No way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Food pairing wise, let's go to that. Tim, we'll start with you. Yeah. Uh I already have one picked off for this because it's one that I it's a pairing that I've done several times. Uh I this is a beer that I get every time I go to a Blackhawks game. Uh I know I know the I'm picturing the stand right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh you know, we we go to several Hawks games a year when we can and there's not COVID around. Um and they have Right by our seats, there's a Goose Island cart, and I'll always go up, and I'll order the next coast, and then I'll swing over to one of the convenience stops, and I'll, or concession stand, sorry, and I'll get a soft pretzel, and I'll go back to my seat and watch the Blackhawks hopefully win, but I think it would pair great with a pretzel. Yeah, I like it. Fully agree. I feel like I, especially this one, you know, higher ABV, you're going to... It's not. It doesn't have as full of a feel as IPA, but you're gonna want to go a little lighter on the food side. Uh, Rob, what would you go with? Yeah, I'm kind of agreeing. I'm kind of actually thinking more like appetizery foods. Um, I, I'm thinking either some kind of like loaded fries. Like um, mm. I think something that I pulled pork. Yeah, pulled pork would work. But something I've gotten at a Blackhawks game was like uh, like loaded like buffalo chicken fries. Oh, and that that's bold. Uh, that's a messy from food. Lily Cues or uh, Hattie B. One of those, I, one I, I, of those can't places. Even, I can't remember what stand it was, <laughs> but um, yeah, I kind of like something, uh, I guess not a, like a full on meal, but more like an appetizer. Yeah, like a yeah. finger food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you just kind of took the best ones fries and pretzel. <laughs> I'm gonna go a fried pretzel butt dump strap. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, I mean, really, you really can't go wrong. I'm gonna go with a nice, big old bowl of queso and some some fresh chips. Mm. You know, queso and chips with that. Maybe, maybe even if you're, maybe this is too wild. But if you're maybe cooking next coast into the beer cheese. Oh my god! I don't know how that would. Yeah, I'm not sure how that would turn out. I but. think it turned out great. <laughs> it's gonna happen. All you, right, add it to just, the list. You just put some beer in a in a saucepan, pour some cheese in, and I think you're good to I go. I will say I have tried to make beer, uh, queso with anti-hero in it one time, and it did not turn out. <laughs> not because of the anti-hero, because of the cheese, but... <laughs> well, you it been, turns out... You yeah. shouldn't have used Kraft Singles for that. 
They do make those at the Sox games, and they're absolutely delicious. Mm. Or you can get, like, a, I think, like, a hot dog wrapped in a pretzel bun with beer cheese on the side. How would you wrap you it in a bun? I don't know. I don't know how they do it. It's a, it's they, a they trade secret, it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are questions you don't want to ask. All right, Joe. <laughs> You're going to wake like, up with a horse head in your like bed. Asking where the chicken comes from at <laughs> McDonald's. Um, time of year-wise, what would you go with? Rob. Um, I'm kind of thinking uh, kind of cooler months as well. You know, kind of thinking either spring or fall. Um, I, Again, I do kind of like it around this time of year. I mean... I will drink in the summer as well, but it is slightly heavy. I mean, like we said, it's 7% alcohol yeah. or ABV. Um, so, yeah, some probably somewhere around the cooler months. I, I, I'm feeling spring again. Tim? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say spring too. Um, I think it, it has that heavier ABV, but not the heavy taste. Uh, so when I think of like spring starting to ramp up into summer, those are like my heavier drinking months where I'm like going out on the weekends and stuff like that. And I feel like, like next coast, I could have a couple and get, be feeling really good. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go spring too. I like that. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm going to kind of go along. It's like pat start a patio season. Like it's kind of a perfect time. Uh, score wise, I'll kick us off. Uh, this is a Excellent beer, like I said, top tier choice. I'm gonna go four point five one. Very wow, that beer. is a high rating. <laughs> yeah, it's a hot, it's high praise. Damn, yeah. I thought I was gonna go high. <laughs> I'm going four point three three. I, I didn't call on you, but okay. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to dock it. Well, now I'm gonna have to change my rating. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna split the difference between you two, and I'm gonna go with a four four four. Yeah. That was my forty time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I genuinely don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, for a man my size, and it's also Actually, yeah, not. <laughs> yeah. Records four point two. Uh, um, okay. Any last notes on Next Coast? Uh, I, I'm going to ask to take one of those home with me. <laughs> it's a limited amount, but okay. <laughs> Since you're our guest. Um, let's go with our next one, our final one. 312 Lemonade Shandy. We were just as tired of the same old Shandy as everyone else, so we made our own, combining two of our favorite things. 312 and Italian lemon ice. Expect a lemony, crisp, and refreshing sip that's sure to hit the spot, no matter if the stand is open or not. That's like, it's like kind of like a, a haiku, limerick, a it's poem. Not, it's not it's, Dr. Seuss, I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> we, we legally cannot say the name on the Joe Biden's going to kick down my door now. <laughs> Uncle Joe. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like... I cracked open the can and it smelled so good right away. Yeah. It does, but it yeah. I mean, yeah, you kind of get that lemon shandy smell right off the bat. Yeah, uh, but even like a dry, like like the dry three, dry hop three one two finish. Yeah, uh, gotta give a shout out to the can because there's a lot going on and it's kind of really cool looking. Uh, same kind of color scheme, just that matte yellow, uh, but instead of just the Goose Island logo, you got. The 312 inside a lemon, you got the lemon ice, uh, you got like a goose, and he, I think he has a lemon lodged in his belly, because he ate a lemon, and he's enjoying it, and there's just a lot of cool stuff going on out there. 
Which yeah, it's a cool. lot of doodles, like little yeah. cartoons. I mean, I, I kind of wish, I'm looking at this can, I wish they would do that to their other cans, actually. Uh, we were praising them for their simplistic style for the first three, and we get to the, we get to the 312 Lemonade Shandy, and it's like, you know what? I kind of like There's that, too. There's a lot too. going on, yeah. and it's cool. But I think yeah. it would lose its luster if they, they did it for all of them. Yeah. I think yeah. it's special because... It's, it's eye popping. You're gonna yeah. if you're walking past it in a store, you're like, "What is going on with that can?" Right, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but let's get to the beer itself. Like we were talking about the smell, very cloudy, very kind of. I feel like cloudier than other normal. Kind other of like cans. a hazy, a hazy IPA type of look to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good amount of foam. Yeah. 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 yeah got a good foam head. Four point two percent ABV, but there's only one way to find out. Cheers, gentlemen. Wow, that's sweet. It yeah. wasn't at first, and then it like it took like two seconds to kick in, and then it is very, very... it um <laughs> it tastes like the lemonade you get made fresh from like a carnival, like and you watch them pour like six things of sugar into the water. Yeah, uh, I mean I personally very much enjoy those lemonades. <laughs> <laughs> Feel healthier because it's not a soda. <laughs> Even though they're same amount of sugar, so, yeah. so I drink even more. I drink seven of them. Um, <laughs> it's got water in it. it. You know the nose. It smells. It's. I like. I enjoy the scent. It's. Yeah, it's great. You're scent. getting exactly what it describes: a lemonade shandy. Yeah, it's. It would be perfect for. You ever seen like beer soap? No, Rob. Really? Are you cleaning yourself with beer? <laughs> There are breweries that make beer. Is that soap. that smell. Rob, did you that hit your head again? <laughs> on, on those beers. I could see this perfect for that, or a candle. There it is. Yeah. Um, you want to smell like a new car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My my problem with this beer now now I'll I can ruin it. I almost ruined it during the Seltzer Sisters episode, but that was when I ver I tried the beer. Jenny, my wife, bought the bought a fifteen pack. Because it was all that Benny's had at the time. And I cracked one open. And I just... I think I was expecting something different. And I ended up having to pour half of it out. Because it just... It wasn't the right time for the beer. Yeah, it's... July and August. Yeah. That's that's when it's going to be enjoyable. You know, Summer Shandy, Line of Kugel, like... It has enough beer in it to balance out the sweetness. I get... No beer taste in this. It is just, yeah. it's like if I wanted a lemonade, I'd go get myself a lemonade. It's fine, I suppose, but it's, I just, I would go with a normal 312 or I would just go with any other shandy. Yeah, I think he kind of hit it on the nose. I mean, I really wanted more 312 taste in this just because 312 on its own is just such a great beer. You know, why, I mean, why hurt it by adding so much lemon? Just add a little bit more. Well, and I and feel you like can the, make it a decent. The shame. thing with three one two is like you have to be really subtle with what you're putting in it because three one two isn't like an explosive tasting beer. It's just a very right front forward wheat beer. You throw a lot like lemon is a very overpowering taste, and lemonade is a very overpowering taste of lemon and sugar. It's going to overpower anything else you're going to put with it yeah right now i could see like people who don't like beer 
they're gonna like this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's more of like I, I think it's more of their attempt of breaking into like breaking that seltzer barrier. Yeah. You know, with with markets. how yeah, with how seltzer is exploding so much, they're like, hey, we're gonna try to throw something else in the ring that isn't a seltzer, isn't a yeah. beer. And I, I just I'm sure it is there will there are gonna be people that love this beer. Or if you can call it beer. Uh, yeah. but yeah. I I just, I think I was expecting something else. It's just way too sweet for me. Yeah. And I honestly think if we were to take a 312 and pour it in our glass and then maybe top off the 312 with a little bit of the lemonade shandy, it would be better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I drank all the 312 last night. So I was <laughs> celebrating. 312. Uh, <laughs> I completely understand. You know what? I, I applaud you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a four pack of the Tallboy 312s Thursday, and I thought, oh, yeah, I'll drink like two tonight and save the other two for tomorrow. No. No, they're so gone. Yeah. They, were gone. <laughs> they were gone that night. Yeah. So it's like buy, buying a bag of chips. You're like, this is going to be gone tonight. Like, yeah. Um, Especially through packing and everything. I was like, yeah, yeah this, no. Gotta, gotta calm yourself down. They're flowing. <laughs> yeah. Boys are buzzing. Um, Food pairing wise, Rob, we'll start with you. Shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm actually thinking like buffalo wings just because you can, uh, I think kind of the lemonade flavor, I guess, will cool your mouth. I'm kind of thinking similar lines with uh, what you were thinking for IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it will kind of coat uh, a little bit and uh, I'm kind of go yeah, I'm going something like really hot, spicy buffalo. Um. Yeah, I'm munching on some wings. Tomoka. I I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with that carnival fair theme and say that this would this would be like if you're walking through like a fair in the middle of summer. It's hot out. You got a corn dog in one hand. You're looking for like maybe something to give you you know a little little bit of alcohol, but you're also looking to get refreshed. I think that this would be. This would be a, an acceptable drink for that circumstance. This may seem like a cop out because it is technically an ingredient of this, but You're I would go with lemons? an Italian, Italian, le, uh, lemon Italian ice. Preferably, mm, you could get like a boozy Italian ice with using yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Preferably from Johnny's Beef, which is the best Italian ice in the world. And the it's ice might good. even water it down a little bit, so it's not as sweet. It's not like real ice in it. It's, it's like a frozen. No. It's not ice in it. You know who else has good Italian ice? It's Mario's over by UIC in Little Italy. I don't know if I tried it. Uh, we'll have to get we'll have to get you guys there in the summer. Yes. They're only okay. open in the summer months, but Makes they sense. they have really good Italian ice as well. Rob, what's your go-to Italian ice place? I don't have one. Have you ever had Italian ice? I have. I think the last time I probably had it was... I think we had it at the Taste of Melrose. Of course we had it at the Taste of Melrose. It's a good... Uh, that was probably the last one. It's a good palate cleanser. <laughs> All right. Uh, any last notes on any of these beers? Is there a... Uh, actually, I'll go to Tim. Tim, is there a Goose Island beer that we didn't have on here that you want to give a shout-out to? There are so many Goose Island beers <laughs> that I want to give a shout-out to. I, I can't... Gun, yeah, one. gun to my head. The f- first one I'm thinking of is I really like their IPA Now series. 
where, oh, yeah. where they rotate. They let their brewers choose like whatever hop varieties they want to use. I have had, I don't think I've had a bad one yet. And I haven't had it in a while, but yeah. um, I, I've enjoyed every IPA now I've had. I can dig it. Yeah. Rob, is there any Goose Island one you want to give a shout out to? Uh, probably the like one of their classics, which is Green Line, just because I think of our tailgate. I was days at I was going to buy it, but it was it was sold out. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys stole mine. Um. <laughs> I like I liked Green Line a lot more when it was Chicago only and it was draft only. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's the hipster in me talking. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, yeah. Uh, score wise, we 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 almost missed uh, we almost missed the scores. Rob, we'll start with you. What are we scoring? We're going to. Oh uh, man, here. it's definitely much lower. This is for me. It's it's a two point one three. Tim, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this, just a solid two point yeah. I could have gone lower, but yeah. it has its moments. I'm sure. Hot summer day, mowing the lawn. Yeah, right. we yeah. will I'd enjoy it more. We will give it its like day in the sun in in the summer. But so our scores are subject to change. But I'm gonna give it a one point eight two. Okay. It is. Uh, it's not the best shandy out there. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but three for four is not bad at all, and there are plenty of other great Goose Island beers. Uh, let's get to in other beer news. Tim, has there been any beers you've tried recently that you want to give a shout-out on the show? There's been so many. Uh, I recently had, from more Brewing Company, I had a... Um, Oh, it's a dinner something. Uh, I it was good. I I can't remember the name of it, but it was a solid like double dry hopped IPA. Uh, I've been sticking to kind of those double dry hopped IPAs recently, um, and I, I will touch on the the Heller. You brought up Hellerheim Mango a couple weeks ago. Yep. I had to go buy it. Um, it, it was okay. Um, but when I was at Target the very next day, they had Heller High Pomegranate. I believe Jenny was talking about this on the show last week. What were your thoughts she on did. it? She did. I thought it was a pretty good beer. I mean, it, it's going to be more fruity, you know? Yeah. Um, but overall, it was a pretty solid beer. Awesome. Yeah, like Rob said last week, we're going to have to have a hell or high show. I think so. Um, yeah, that'll be good. Rob, what have you been up to in the beer world? So I made a little uh, drop by to buckle down because uh, now. Since I moved to a house, it's about a two-minute drive from me. Right down the street, so that's nice. Uh, I picked up uh, Fritz and uh, which is their German Pilsner, and then Darth Fritz which is like a dark German Pilsner. Really good. Uh, nice, uh, dark, or roasted malt type of taste to it, but very clean finish. Uh, then I also had uh, one of their new additions to their Hideout Hazy IPA series, home base edition, which was extremely juicy, very delicious. Mm. And and then uh, a little tidbit, I, I saw this on Twitter, Bells is releasing uh, a juicy pale ale named Juicy Gossip, which apparently... I've, I've talked about it on the show before. before. <laughs> yeah, i talked about it in other beer news before. Okay. <laughs> it's been out for, been out for a while. 
Gotcha. Well, it's new to Rob. Okay. To Rob. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. If I haven't drank it, it's new to me. It's new to me. <laughs> I just want to make sure our listeners are informed. Rob. Yeah. Uh, anything else? That's it for me. Awesome. Uh, little news that I saw come across my fi- Twitter feed. I almost called it Fitter Tweed. Uh, Off Color is getting ready for baseball season. They're releasing a beer for ball games. It is an American cream ale, and unlike other beer for stuff, uh, it is inspired by that that are typically inspired by non beers. This one is inspired by a light bodied, flavorful brew that you would enjoy in the bleachers. So, is this supposed to be kind of like old style? Uh, but like a, like a crafty old style. I think almost. it's more of their take on a light drinking yeah. ball game beer. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I mean, oh, I haven't. They stopped selling old style regularly, but. Yeah. Um, but old style is just like a generic. Yeah, that's, that's more of a. Yeah. Okay. Where like the only other cream ale I really think about is Spotted Cow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and some beers I've had since we did the last show. Uh. I, I was also having some more brewing. I had Consolation, Crisp and Dry, Perfect Blend of Hops, uh, Cascade, Chinook, and Centennial, the three C's. Uh, we'll definitely be getting that again. Then I also had Dusty for more brewing. Very juicy and kind of slightly dry, uh, but a pretty solid mouthfeel, too. I really like the uh, can design. It's very trippy. Uh, and then Revolution. It's not a show if I don't talk about Revolution. <laughs> uh, I had Legal Hero. Pretty solid, a juicy double New England style. Was kind of hoping for a little bit more dankness, though. Didn't quite get it, but it is a strong beer, eight percent ABV. So, perceive a caution. Oh, speaking of Revolution, I also I forgot to mention I did have a uh, the coffee Eugene Porter recently. I still have a couple cans left. Uh, I know Rob likes that one. It phenomenal. is phenomenal so beer. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Joe, if, if you got into porters more, you would appreciate it's, how good of a beer that you well, coffee also, Eugene is. Co- I've I have said on the show that I enjoy Eugene Porter. I tried it, but he but I don't like coffee. Like, you probably oh, wouldn't like a coffee. Me. I do have one more another beer news, and I think Rob, we have well passed the time. <laughs> Guinness is releasing a coffee version of their stout. Do not put that on the show. <laughs> I need to go buy some Guinness out. right now, though. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what I'll do after this. My God, let's go together, Rob. Yeah, yeah let's go. <laughs> Pick off coffee, Eugene. Maybe a little cafe death, you know? Oh, my God. Yuck. Um, Joe, you're uninvited. <laughs> didn't, wasn't going to come either. To Beer Bros 2 with Tim and Rob. <laughs> you would fall without me. Um, Tim, is there any more Chicago facts that you want to give? One more Chicago fact that you want to give us. Uh, or Chicago beer fact, if you want to go yeah, that route. I'll just go, I'll, I'll go kind of middle of the road and say Chicago, it's always been hardworking, blue-collar city, Damn right. smart, no-nonsense people. We all need to go do our part, continue to wear a mask, get vaccinated so we can get back to normal. I like it. I love it. It's not quite a fact, but I like it. That's okay. That's okay. Well, it will be a fact. It will be. It will be. Uh, Rob, uh, any any last notes before we talk about what's coming up and then close it out? That's it for me. Alrighty. Uh, next week on the show we have Guinness for St. Patty's Day. Uh, Rob is having me have my one Guinness on the show this year <laughs> uh, with Baltimore Blonde, oh, I can't wait Harp, that. which that's that's cool beans, and extra stout, which I will throw away. Might be coffee um, stout actually. 
No. No. <laughs> Veto. Or else I will just do a different show. <laughs> Veto. Extra stout or or nothing. Or we do three that week. <laughs> we'll throw it away. Uh, the following week we'll be celebrating Oberon Day with Bells. Uh, we'll have Oberon, Two-Hearted, Hop Slam, and another one that we find. Maybe... Maybe juicy gossip. <laughs> Maybe juicy gossip. Yeah. It better be juicy gossip. <laughs> I don't want to hear it about it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the following week after that, we'll be celebrating April Fool's Day with some non-alcoholic beers. Uh, O'Doul's, Lagunitas has got one. I'm gonna. We're gonna have to find a way to just buy one because I don't want to fill my fridge. With with a six pack of non alcoholic beer, I think they do sell them in the create your own six pack aisle. That's at Uh Then the following week after that, we will have old timers beers. We will be having old style Schlitz hams and uh, whatever the other one we find. Uh, the week after, we have fridge dump five two fridge two furious, uh, and we will be having Tim and Brian scoring the beers beforehand. Uh, we'll try to match. It'll be a nice little game. Uh, and then, four twenty, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be joined by my uh, my dealer, Mr. Michael Pulowski. We're gonna be trying <laughs> these Sweetwater four twenty strains. So, uh, maybe maybe I'll be high. I don't know. Uh, and then the following week after that, we'll have a whiskey show with our good friend Pat. He was on uh, a impromptu review from the Beer for Golf. If you remember that, if you watched it, and then. Uh, the last thing we have here on the schedule until Rob and I create the rest of the schedule. We have Cinco de Mayo. We'll be having Corona, Modelo, Tecate, and Dos Equis. So a lot of, a lot of holidays to celebrate coming up here. Um, some better than others. Actually, no. All of those are pretty great. Any day with beer is great. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Any day with beer is a holiday. That's right. this, this is true. I only drink on days that end in Y. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Sometimes Z, too. Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. I don't know. It's Saturday. We're getting weird. Uh, let's close this out. Gents, Tim, it was good having you on. We look forward to having you on for whenever you're coming back. You you passed the test. You can come All on. right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. You did good. Anytime you want me, I will be here. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Rob, let's close this bad boy out. As always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Please do so responsibly. Do not drink and drive and wear a mask. And as always, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.